This is BSS Carolinas, live from Charlotte, North Carolina. We are proudly sponsored by Attitude Broadcasting with your host, Rocky. The next one said J.J. Barea. I was like, what? <laughs> what J.J. Barea get a player of the week? Go up to number four. A serviceable player. Pence Patrick. I'm going to say Summit Foundation. Jason Garrett. <laughs> Mr. 315. The Cowboys. Wait a minute. Jason Garrett's the coach for Dallas? So I'm going to have a name. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Don't give him a pass on that suit either. And that hat. Tom Brady. Probably the best. And Big Shot. And ain't nobody fresher. I'm in Mason Mar- and Margella. Yeah. Tom Brady. Global losers. Dude. Got to show them love while you can. The Doodoo Browns get their first <laughs> win of the season. Bill Belichick. He got game. Be Reggie Langford. Who the hell is this running back? Cowboys. They holding up to six, baby. This segment is sponsored by Cody Zeller. You are listening, listening to BSS Carolinas. BSS Carolinas. Welcome to BSS Carolinas on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Catches everywhere. Welcome to the show today. I am Rocky. Join me in the studio. Oh, gotta look, people. There we go. All right. Gotta hit that part every week. Join me in the studio today before he's getting off to work this morning is B3 Exponent. Live from the campus of the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Where you make your dreams come true. Right. <laughs> 1-800-TV-RADIO-GO-CSB.COM, man. Get in here. You can uh, sign up. You can rent out this beautiful studio and do your own thing, man. Um, beautiful Not Thursday, this official man. studio because in three weeks we'll actually be moving. Oh, we are moving. That is school. right. Yeah. So check out the new studio. The walls will not be orange and yellow. I guarantee that. <laughs> yeah, that might be brown and yellow. Uh, I don't know. We might have to just come in and do a paint job and just go. We might have to just black it out or something. We got some green. I don't want to do some you green. Want slime green walls? Yeah, because you know what? I can do a green screen. True that. We could drop in the background on the green We'll screen. be inside Panther Stadium, man, if you want it. Man, why don't we just go inside the real Panther Stadium and do a show like everyone else does? You know how cool that would Why don't we just do a Panther Stadium show inside the field, on the field? On the 50-yard line? On the 50-yard line. With Cam, I don't care if with Cam standing over us throwing the football? No. I was thinking Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley trying to tackle us because yeah. he's protecting his CPI homes. Yeah. Somebody, you know, respectable on the show. No, I'm just kidding. And all, let me shout out our official sponsor, the Attitude Broadcasting Company. We put Attitude in Broadcasting. The only ABC that matters. And hopefully a couple of weeks we'll have a special guest on the show, uh, hopefully calling in from L.A. Oh, I'm we'll, working on that one. We'll see. And, of course, you know we're going to work on getting Coach Silas back on the show pretty soon. The NBA season just started. The NBA season, man, so much young talent going on in the NBA. It's, it's for fun time of the year, man. Best time of the year. Absolutely, I don't know. World Series was pretty good. The man. World Series was good, man. Yeah, I mean, I can't, good. I can't argue. You know, my team being in World Series and almost winning. Anyway, uh, we got a great show today. Uh, but first and foremost, I wanted to give a shout out Mike and Mike because they end their show tomorrow. Dang, that's after right. Seventeen years, they're done after tomorrow. It's gonna be Golick and Wingo, and Golick Junior. So, okay. But, I love Greeny, man. I love Greeny. I, I like Goldberg. I, Go, I, Goldberg. Golick. Like I know Goldberg. Greenberg is going to like ABC to do some kind of morning talk show or something. I for, 
I don't know who he's doing it with, but both of those guys are, will still continue to be successful. And you know they'll probably get together and do specials, Mike and Mike reunion shows and stuff like that, man. Yeah, I'm sure they will. It's just, you know, I've, I've been listening to them for a long time, but I, I think they are what sports radio should be about. Yeah, they have a lot of fun. They kick facts. They have guests on that are very knowledgeable. That's what every sports radio show should be about. Fun. Fun foremost and for everything. Absolutely. You're and not having fun at what you're doing, then stop doing it and do something that you enjoy doing. Right. That's the reason we're doing what we're doing. So, But, yeah, just uh, shout out to them, man. I mean, all those years of, you know, helping people and uh, really – if you reach one person a show, then you're doing a great job, and I think they've always reached people. Absolutely. So, all right, let's get into some uh, hot sauce news that we're going to have. First and foremost, uh, President Trump calls China's presidents allowed the UCLA players to come home after a still incident in China. The three players came home Tuesday, and then UCLA suspends Lee Angelo, Cody Riley, and Jalen Hill for shoplifting in China. Well, first and foremost, shout out President Trump, and he made sure that they knew that they better had thanked his ass, quote, end quote. So well, they should have. So good job on thanking the president for getting y'all out of China because they were going to detain y'all for who knows how long They're for talking, trying to steal some shade. In China, that's three to ten years. But this is my only question. The balls are supposed to be the big baller brand, right? Why you got to go steal some shades, Leandro? Oh, no, no, just one pair it wasn't like there was three pairs of shades. They just tried to steal one pair of shades? Yes, yes. It's one pair of shades. Bro, I guess the big baller brand needs to sell some more Zoe sneakers or shower slides so y'all can put some money in Leangelo's pocket so he won't have to try to steal any shades, huh? You know what? The next thing is going to be big baller brand shades. <laughs> it's coming out. You better do something because Leangelo obviously doesn't own a pair of shades. My whole, uh, my thing with the, you know, they, why did they wait so long to thank the president for, yeah, dude, his dad, LeVar, went to the president to go get them released. Who in the world would have thought them two would have got together anyway? But, right. You know, but you got, you can say what you want about Trump. At least he went out and he took care of business. He did something got good for some young, some young men. So young African Americans, just point out. So he, it's a good step, but I'm glad the guys are back home, and UCLA had to suspend them. So how long do you think they missed? Six games? They ain't, they're not going for good. But The first of the year. They'll be back by the first of the year. Okay. So half a season, maybe. Let, let it die down. Let it completely blow over. Because if they bring them back too quick, then you're not showing that, hey – they committed a crime, and we aren't taking care of this the right way. So if you bring them back after the first of the year, that's plenty of time. They've missed all the holidays. They missed all the big tournaments because there's a lot of big tournaments coming up, and I think UCLA is part of them, a part yeah. of a couple of them. And then they'll be back in time for conference play, which is going to be the most important thing for UCLA. True. Trying to win that Pac-12 conference. Right, they'll need to. It's just, come on, man, stop. Seriously, you guys, some Louis Vuitton shades. And man, you got to have those Louis though, man. They're so clean. But you can get you're driving Lamborghinis and stuff in LA. They you le- tell me you they're can't. leasing Lamborghinis. They're trying to own these shades. <laughs> oh uh, then we got NFL owners trying to force. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. Trying to force Jerry Jones out because he's going after Roger Goodell. Listen, man. And now they're saying Jerry is being detrimental to the league. Dude, do you see what Roger Goodell wants? $49.5 million a year? Not only that, a jet, personal jet, a private jet for life. Not only that, health care for his whole family for life through the NFL. Are you mad at Goodell for asking for all these things? Yes. Hell yeah. $49.5 million? He is the NFL owner's personal whipping boy. No, no, Anything that goes wrong with the NFL, Roger Goodell takes the hit. But the problem with Roger Goodell, now he's acting like he's the boss. No, 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 no. You know who your boss is? The owner's. I am not mad. Go get paid. Go ask for whatever. Half? <laughs> Why not? Personal jet? Why not? Why not ask for What's it? he need a personal jet for? Because he wants to get around without having to try to fly a commercial. He, I mean, the league is – how much is the league bringing in a year? Like $20 billion? But he's part of the problem. If you want the money to go back to players for guaranteed contracts, which I agree with, they shouldn't go to the freaking commissioner. <laughs> One year he did only make one cent. Uh, oh one my cent gosh! Uh, all right. Well, he's made more money than half of the athletes in the league. That's a problem. He's made more money than the highest paid athletes. That's in what that I'm league. saying. He's making more money than athletes who are actually putting their bodies at risk. He's making that NBA money. <laughs> no, it's insane. That MLB money. Shoot, he's making he's making Evolution Church's uh, pastor money. Right. Six year, hundred ten million dollars. <laughs> Stephen Fertigi. Yeah, Stephen Fertigi making money. But come on, come on. And now they're going after Jerry Jones. All right. I'm going to tell you all one thing you don't do, go after Jerry Jones. Because I'm telling you, he's got the most money that he will not leave. All right. He, Jerry Jones ain't going nowhere. Because this, this, the Dallas Cowboys is staying with Stephen Jones when Jerry goes away anyway. So, come on, man. Absolutely. And call him the new Al Davis or whatever, but they couldn't get rid of Al Davis. And they're not going to get rid of Jerry Jones. I just think it's hilarious. It's, it's like it's like kids on the playground, yeah. five year olds just going back and forth. This it's pretty funny, man. I think it's, it's more detrimental to the league than it is anything else because I think it's hurting the league more than it is anybody. It's hurting the league's face, the shield, the shield that they talk about all the time protecting. I think they'll they're destroying it from the inside. Yeah, but. People still watch. People still love the NFL. But at some point, people will be turned off and be like, you know what? Look at this year. You can say what you want. The ratings are down. I I think it's more star likability than anything else that the ratings are down. But ratings are down. People are getting injured. You got got stars getting injured this year. Mm -hmm. That's going to hurt at some point. Because look at the quarterback situations we got this weekend. We got freaking Nathan Peterman going against uh, maybe uh, Kellen Clemens in L.A. Jared Goff is hurt? No, uh, Philip Rivers, Rivers concussion protocol. Oh, man. He might not be playing Sunday. Wow. So, I mean, I'm just – the star is – the star – the shield has been – Captain America's shield has been hurt. Just say that. I mean, but as long as the Cowboys are in contention, as long as the Patriots are in contention, as long as the Steelers are in contention, as long as the franchises that are are not synonymous with the NFL are in contention, people will still tune in. Yeah, we should be fine. But 
right, uh, moving on from that, Italy fails to make the World Cup for the first time in 59 years as Sweden qualified. You want to talk about earth-shattering event, Italy not making the World Cup. Damn Italia, and they are known for their good football program, so this is huge news. This ain't America. Yeah, we wouldn't give a crap, but over in Italy, they, they care. Now they're talking about doing like a NIT type of soccer tournament here in the States. <laughs> they need to do something because we're not no! in the World Cup either. No, this is stupid. I, I First of all, I hate the NIT because you're basically the first place loser of the losers. The not invited tournament. I, no, back in the 70s it was great. Now you're going to do a soccer tournament the same way in the States? I mean, but if Come on. if you have some big-name countries send over their football programs, maybe it will drive the soccer soccer love in this country. But it's driving it at the expense of fed, failing. You make the you don't make the World Cup. You shouldn't be having another tournament. But only, only 16 teams are going to make the World Cup, and there are – how many teams that play football around the world? A lot. But you if you're doing another tournament and awarding losers, that is awarding to me the loser mentality. Because you're not – all right, so what? I went to the U.S. and won a tournament nobody cares about. I'm just saying, man. It's Italy, good for the players, Italy's though, not going to be like – Ooh, Italy! That we won the tournament in the hey, U.S. Hey, we're getting a free trip to the U.S. We get to tour all their major cities, play football. We're not sitting at home watching these other teams playing the World Cup. Actually, trying to play for something. Yeah, true. All right, uh, next bit of news: Tennessee fires head coach Butch Jones. He's out. About time. I mean, this is like five weeks too late. <laughs> they should have been think it's five gone. years too late. But I don't know what Tennessee expects, man. Last year was supposed to be the year. The year before that was supposed to be the year. So we knew this year wasn't going to be the year. The Joshua Dobbs left. You had to replace the quarterback. It wasn't going to happen. They expect that they're going to win a national title every year. And I don't think they are realistic. They're like the University of Texas right now. Just We should be competing for national championships. Well, the changing of the guard has happened. No, y'all not getting the same recruits y'all used to get. And know, when you man. don't get recruits, you're not going to win. And as long as it's Nick Saban is in Alabama eating all these recruits, Urban Meyer is at Ohio State eating recruits, Jim Harbaugh is at Michigan eating recruits, Jimbo is down at FSU eating recruits, these other programs are going to struggle. And now Dabo Sweeney is amongst those that are eating recruits, getting all the recruits to come to Clemson. So you got the you got to – Put some realistic expectations on your program. I think there's some a few programs. I think there's at least five programs you can recruit and win at. No matter what, Texas is one. It should be one. Should right? be one. I mean, do it's Texas. It's just to me, Texas, Florida, Tennessee is a is a place you should be able to win and recruit at. Oh no, dude! Man. They get the people. They just you really want to go play in Knoxville, Tennessee? Who went there? Who? Peyton Manning 20 Who years ago. Who else? T. Martin. Reggie White. They that, have tradition. That was 40 years ago. Dude, UNC's getting recruits. They just can't get a coach that can coach them. I'm just saying, I think Tennessee can do it. It just needs the right guy. The problem is you had the Lane Kiffin thing, and then you went through 
another coach, then you went through you went through the Dooley guy, and then you, now you went through Bitch, Butch Jones, Bitch Jones, whatever. <laughs> you know, excuse me. But, you know, you need to get somebody that can recruit. Who they're talking about right now is John Gruden. If they could get John Gruden, that would be great. John Gruden is not up. leaving that comfy booth job where he's making all that money. Right. If he does, he's going to be in NFL, I think. The other rumor is they're talking about Mississippi State's Dan Mullen. I mean, that could but work. Dan Mullen, you know, is nine, eight-win guy, but your program has to be okay with nine wins a season. And which Tennessee isn't. Tennessee thinks they should be in the SEC championship game every year looking to play for a national title. Come on, in the East of the SEC? They come should on, be able to run the who, East. Besides Georgia, who you got in the East you got to worry about? Florida usually, but Florida was a down year this year as Florida's well. Florida's been down. I mean, they're all. I'm talking about offensively. They've been down for ten years. For a while, yeah. Since Urban Meyer left, there's maybe two, three teams, and sometimes a Missouri will jump in there and and do some things. Uh, sure. All right. Uh, big weekend this past weekend, college football. Miami routed Notre Dame. Turnover chain is off the chain right now. Not surprised about that. Miami just has. Way better class athletes than Notre Dame has. I was, I ain't gonna lie to you, I was surprised because I, I figured Notre surprised. Dame, dude, I, Miami's been this last 10 years, 15 years, we're back, we're back, and then they lose, they get crumbled in a big game. They showed up this weekend. They right? showed up. Mark Rick, I gotta give him credit. Malik Rozier, who used to be at Notre Dame, quarterback at Miami now. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves because Miami still got to play Clemson. <laughs> and that's going to be the big game for Mark Richt right there. Can, can you get by Clemson? I think they can. They have a chance. But Clemson, you know, Clemson got those athletes that can match Miami's athletes. Yeah, they. the biggest thing about Miami is they got the speed again. Yeah. And that's they what they've been missing. They look really they fast. They look really Saturday. fast. The defensive line. I know Mike Ryan of uh, – the Dan Libertor show says they, the whole front seven should get drafted in NFL. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised, man. If that happens, then, yeah, the U's back. So, we'll see. Uh, and then, of course, you had the big no Georgia game got beat by Auburn. They got routed. I kind of figured that was going to happen, man. Georgia hadn't really had that step up in class, and Auburn was ready to play. A lot of turnovers. And when they fell behind, you knew the quarterback wasn't going to be able to just drop back and throw the football and get Georgia back in the game. Georgia needed to be close, and they needed to run the football. And when those two things were taken away from them, the route was on. The yeah, route was like on. Forty-six yards rushing or something like that. So, but Georgia can have a. Ch- they will have a chance to amend, make amends in the SEC championship game if they beat the winner that Auburn Alabama game in the SEC championship. I think they'll be in the playoffs, man. They will be in the um, playoff for the national championship. All right. Well, there's your hot sauce news for this week in sports. Uh, local sports is getting to it. Uh, Panthers offensive lineman Matt Khalil. We'll talk about some Panthers news first. Facing criminal charges of selling alcohol to a minor at his Minnesota restaurant. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about this one? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You got the ID, these kids. They coming in. They might look 21, but then on 21, you better make them show some ID. I get ID wherever I go, and I know I yeah. look more than 21. I got gray hairs in my chin. They I still ID me here. I love when I get ID'd, man. I love <laughs> it when I get ID'd. But uh, come on, Matt. You're the only You're the only thing really left on that offensive line. I mean, Norwell's playing good. but Trey Turner has been suspect this year. Yeah. 
but we'll see what happens. But yeah, they we'll we'll see. I mean, you know, see if it hurts them. See what happens with the charges. Hopefully, Matt Khalil did what took Chris Carter's advice and got him a fall guy. Yep. <laughs> Say it's my general manager's fault. Exactly. Put it on somebody else. Uh, safety Kurt Coleman fined twenty five twenty four thousand for a hit on Devontae Freeman this past Sunday. I saw or that. last week. He two can, weeks and he can cut. Well, that was that was this last game in Dallas. It was. Like, oh, that's right. Uh, Kurt Coleman, you know, he's a big hitter. He t- he's going to take his shots. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Kurt Coleman didn't play the Falcon. He, pl- he did play. He did play. Kurt Coleman? Yeah. That was two weeks ago, though. Yeah. So the fine just came out this week. Yeah. Okay, okay. But Man. 24, I mean, 24,000. I mean, dude, anytime you hit a running back or a quarterback these days, you're getting fined. You're getting fined, man. Might yeah. as well play flag football. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the game. Uh, Panthers pound the Dolphins 45-21. They did what Panthers they were supposed to do. Panthers finished with most single-game net yards, 548, and second most rushing yards in franchise history, 294. We were beating them so bad, I felt comfortable going to sleep like at the beginning, the middle of the third quarter. I was like, Dude, you, you, know could the bit. you could win it second you know quarter, This man. is cool. You watched was- you watched the game. It was horrible. I watched Kenyon Drake get that long run. It's like it doesn't even matter. No, <laughs> we got this game sold up. Cam Newton looks good running the football. Cam is the he is the best threat when his legs are his biggest weapon. When he when they say, "Oh, he can't run. He's not going to run this week." And you ask him just to pass, he's not a threat. He's a liability then, but when we allow him to run, give him design runs, let him do his thing, just play the game, he's one of the best, He and he shows. And over his tenure in Carolina, he's been a better second half of the season quarterback than he has the first half. And guess what, fans? We are going into the second half of the season. So it, Well, Ron Rivera has been a better December coach, too. So stocks are rising for the Carolina Panthers right now. Not so fast, my friends. I'm just saying, not so fast. I I know I got a text back. Somebody said, Kelvin, who? Listen, <laughs> you played a bad Dolphins team, first of all. All right. You, their record's five and four, four and whatever. They're a bad team. Hey, Jay, when you got Jay Cutler as your quarterback, you're bad. All right. And you watched that game on Sunday, the game plan, or Monday night, the game plan for the Dolphins is horrible. They try to run up the middle. You can't run up the middle against. Not Carolina. You need to run to the outside. You need to spread them out and attack them. And they didn't do that. I mean, you know, Jarvis barely got the ball. Well, Jay Cutler was awful. He yeah, couldn't. He, fi- he couldn't hit the side of a barn. He was airbailing throws. He got picked off late in that first half. That helped us really put the game away. And then I don't understand why when you play the Panthers, this is what you got to do: have somebody spy Cam Newton the whole game. That is all you got to do. You got one job. Who are you going to get to do that? Kiko Alonso, he's awful. At least have, he'll be – give him a chance. Dude, there was one play he broke – what was that long run? 69 yards? For uh, Cam? Mm-hmm, yeah, like 69 that. yards. Come on. He didn't get touched for until he got we inside the 20. The AFC least, man. Yeah. The I just, AFC least. You know, I, am, I never thought I'd say this, but Ryan Tannehill, they miss. They, they miss Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. But they need to put Matt Moore back in the game, it looked like. But he can only do a game or two, but I would probably put him in this game. And then you got rid of your running back, too. So, <laughs> Miami, what are y'all doing? I don't know what's going on in Miami. But Cam got saved. Let me tell you why he got saved. Because he threw a pick 
that was overturned, and it was very close to being a pick. Yeah, I'm very. But then he, the play before, and this is Cam Newton. He does it all the time. He got the first down. He was celebrating, dancing, all this stuff, dude. Score a touchdown and then celebrate. You want stop doing it on freaking first down plays. Because the defense is going to come at you and going to hit you, and you'll be out rest of the game, and you ain't nothing you can do. You know he. You know they'll be gunning for he him. He gonna celebrate every time he get a but first down. you know down. what? And you know they're being gunning for him. <laughs> They've been gunning for him for years. Keep gunning for him. All right. When he takes a hit, because he will take a hit this year. I mean, he's gonna take them. But as long as we keep pounding, he keeps getting up. All come right. on now. He's gonna keep. Let's go, up. Super Cam. Uh, Panthers on a bye week this week, but wide receiver Kurt Samuel was out for the season after injuring his ankle, which is bad news not only for that, but now Brenton Burson will play even more. Brenton Burson is a, a serviceable sometimes wide receiver. <laughs> Come on, dude. Come he, on. Can, he can catch the ball. The only reason he's on – no, he no. – He can catch the he, ball. He muffs. Some, he muffs punts. Now, you know the only reason he's on this team is because he's Jerry Richardson's neighbor. And they went to the same school. You gotta look out for uh, yeah, a right. fellow Wofforder. <laughs> wow, that's horrible. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, I think it's gonna hurt a lot losing Samuel because they said the reason they traded Benjamin was for speed. Now you just lost your speed guy, one of your big speed guys. By the way, Russell Shepard looked horrible. Uh, had some drops in the game. Well, Bird should be coming back after the bye week, and our best pass catcher will be coming back after the bye week. So that will definitely help out the offense. Who's the number tw- twelve guy? I can't remember his name. Not Mello. Mel. Uh, K- K- I don't know his name. Yeah, he's gonna have to be. He's gonna have to step up. Greg number Olson, 12. please come back to the lineup. We will be. We need you immediately. No, there's no no question about that. All right, moving on from the Panthers. You got anything else for the Panthers you want to talk about? They're on bye week this week, so you ain't got to worry about nothing. No. Um, just the South looks tough, man, and it's it's going to be tough, man, because those New Orleans Saints, my God, my God, man, playing defense, they are playing some really good ball and run the ball well too. Whew. All right, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, man, it's been rough. Five game losing streak. Yep, five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night this past week, they lost uh, to Boston in Boston without Kyrie Irving. And had a 20-point in that game. You can't blow that, man. They do it all the time. They did it to the Knicks t- as well. We didn't talk about the Knicks game, 118-113. to They lost on Tuesday. Uh, man, come on. Uh, Knicks looking better, though. And then last night, Wednesday night, they lose to the Cavs at home, 115-107. to they just cannot beat LeBron, LeBron. Has the Hornets, Bobcats, whatever team is in Charlotte, he has their number. Absolutely. <laughs> when I don't, I don't think the Hornets have beaten the Cavs when LeBron has played. They haven't. Not over the past six seasons. I, even when he played Miami, I mean, when he, he was in Miami, win. they went. I know they went four straight seasons without losing to us. Mm-hmm. So I just. The problem with the Hornets right now we're five and no four and eight, something like that. So I mean, and the schedule's not get well. I take that back. Friday we got the Bulls at in Chicago. If we don't beat win. the damn Bulls, yeah. who by the way last night only scored seventy nine points. They look awful. Yeah, they look. Lloyd Marketing is their best player. Yeah. 
Uh, then Saturday, they're home to the Clippers. Monday, home to the Grizz – no, Timberwolves. Wednesday, home to uh, the Wizards. And then Friday, next Friday, Black Friday, they're in Cleveland. So the schedule after the Bulls is not easy. So they got to start wow. stepping that up. That sounds like one in four right there because the Clippers are going to be tough to beat. DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, Pat Beverly. The Timberwolves, L. Timberwolves, probably going to be an L. The Wizards, The Wizards, L. probably going to be an L. Cavs. At Cleveland, going to be an L. It doesn't uh, look good Oh, don't folks. forget, then they got a Spurs game next Saturday. Now, we can, might get ahead with Spurs as long as Kawhi Leonard don't decide, oh, that's, that's going to be my first game back. And then next Wednesday, two weeks, they're in Canada against Toronto. That's probably another L. And Toronto has been playing really well. Really well. Yeah. So, oh, man. I, it's tough, man. I don't know it's what tough. the Hornets going to do, man. MKG played good last night, had 22 points, but his defensive effort was horrible. In the first quarter, I get LeBron driving – I mean, making threes and stuff. But when you let LeBron drive to the basket right by you, like four plays in a row – Dude, there's an issue. He wasn't warmed up properly. He wasn't ready to go. He Who? didn't stretch MKG? enough. Yeah. MKG is supposed to be a defensive specialist and not even near him. Now he's scoring somewhat. I still don't know how much scoring counts because he really didn't score until the game was over late he, he in was the fourth. Those, those dummy buckets, that's what getting, I call them. Dummy buckets. Here. Here you go, dummy. Have those. I don't know how much more they'll be able to do MKG and everything else, so we'll see. But uh, the biggest problem is the guy we traded for misses free throws when we need him to one, make free throws. Two of six. He I gets think. bad offensive, untimely, the worst timing of all offensive fouls. He turns the ball over because he's not a great handler of the basketball. Now, he plays well against the lower echelon teams, but when it comes to the better teams, he goes miss MIA. How do you only score eight points and five rebounds? Five rebounds. He has been and you foul out. He's been scoring fourteen points and thirteen rebounds on the season. You score eight and five. Come on, man. Imagine if he was a eighty percent free throw shooter. His average. He would be averaging twenty points a game in his sleep if he was an eighty percent free throw shooter. It to me, Van Gundy said best last night. They should have brought in Cody because he matches up better against the fast-paced offenses. Hello, can we rebound? Kevin Love was grabbing rebounds over four and five Hornets last night like it was nothing. And we have size on the team. You got Jeremy Lamb. You got some bigger guards. I saw Frank Kaminsky get just shoved out the way by LeBron James. And Frank Kaminsky's seven feet plus. He's so unathletic. Same old issues for the Hornets. Not enough athleticism on the block. Not enough scoring. Frank still hasn't adapted to the NBA three. He's still very inconsistent with the NBA three. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so we'll see what they do, man. I mean, moving forward, they got to get some. Uh, last night in the fourth quarter, they couldn't get any offense other than Kimba, and Kimba wasn't making the threes when they were trying to come back. And the rookies that had been playing well, they were MIA last yep. night. I guess they were in awe of the King playing against him like oh my gosh i grew up idolizing this guy and yeah monk i didn't see much of bacon and a no show 
the line of the night though had to be Van Gundy saying that the cheerleaders need to be able to throw the ball, throw the shirts better. Right. I agree a hundred percent. A new initiative for the NBA: make sure that the cheerleaders can do the t-shirt toss, throwing off the wrong foot. The t-shirts <laughs> not getting to the stands. What's going on out here, cheer uh, cheerleaders, dance girls? Are hey. they just dance girls now? If you go to a Hornets game, you totally understand because they don't throw it past the fifth section of the front row anywhere. It, that's it. They, no one throws it to the upper deck. More T-shirt guns. Yeah, absolutely. Some cannons, man. Something. Anyway, uh, about NASCAR real fast. Let's wrap up this segment with NASCAR. Well, you know, the final round of the playoffs ended in Phoenix last week. Matt Kenseth. Overtook Chase Elliott with about 10 laps to go. Poor Chase Elliott, man. He had a good car. It just, when he took the lead, it was still 30 laps left in the race. And I knew it. I was sitting there, me and my wife were watching. I was telling her, can Chase Elliott hold on if this is a long green run? He needs a caution about halfway through this run. And he, the caution never came. Matt Kenseth just had a better car. And way to go, Matt Kenseth, you know. You know, next week is his final race of his career. So, getting a win. Did he retire after next week? He has no ride for next year. Oh. He has no ride. And it doesn't no look like he's going to come back? No. You know, NASCAR is going with the younger kids now. They're wow. cheaper. They get them in these contracts that are incentive-laced. And the younger kids are ringing the sponsors. So, shout out to Matt Kenseth. And have a good ride and enjoy Miami. Watch Homestead this weekend. Truex, Kyle Busch. Kevin Harvick and Brad Keselowski will be battling for the championship. And if I had some money and I had to make a bet on one of these drivers, my money will be going to with the 78 and Martin Truex Jr. and Furniture Row Racing. Wow. They will win the championship. But Truex. my two favorite drivers, Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski, I wouldn't mind if one of y'all won. But Truex Jr., man, he has been so dominant all year. I can't see him losing this thing. But that's, don't sleep on Kevin Harvick either. That's a name I didn't expect to win the cup. Right? I mean, yeah, who who expect Martin Truex? He was good to last year. He just wrecked out early in the playoff round, yeah. and his they changed the um, scoring up this year. So all the points he accumulated last year didn't carry over for him in the playoffs. So he couldn't advance on this year. All the points he accumulated helped carry him on. He didn't even have to win in the last three races before the um, before Homestead, and he was in in the championship. All right. Well, there you go. There's NASCAR. Uh, when we get back on Periscope and Facebook and on the shows, we'll go over all the NFL Week 11 games, and then we'll wrap up the show this week. You're listening to BSS Carolinas. Catch us everywhere. Side peace. Side peace.